Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Headache. Have you taken anything? No. Oh. No. You got anything in the office? Like what? Paracetamol. No. Oh. Um. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sally Lindsay's on today. Uh, yes, I met Sally Lindsay when I did uh, Bake Off with her, and I'm going to say it. I think I hit it off with her. God, I hope she thinks that. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, Hi. hello. Hi, Sally. I'm, is this good? Am I meant to be here? I am Anna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why, just, did we look just, like we were going, who's that? I've just had about like three meetings back to back. Oh, then, no. I don't know why. So I didn't know why it was, it was the right. Uh, any, any of them productive? Yeah. The old bollocks, aren't they? The, until the until you get it made, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know that kind of thing. But all right, how are you, love? Anyway, I'm very good. Um, David, this is Sally. You two haven't met, have you? Hello, Sally. Hello, David. How are you doing? I'm great. I was just Google imaging you in the royal family. <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> burning ring of fire. I can't believe you, you've been in. You were in that that set. Can't believe you stood in there. I acted in there. That was my first job. <laughs> What? That was my very first job. Was yeah. it? That wasn't your first job. First TV job, yeah. I went in high. Oh. Yeah, first TV, because it was meant to be. <clears throat> I think the story is, I might be wrong, you have to ask Kashi, but I think it was meant to be Kathy Burke as Michelle. Um, they wanted some, you know, and Kathy said, you want an unknown, you really want an unknown. So I'd been in a, uh, like a, I, I, was do, I did a lot, I've done a lot of theatre by then got a new agent. She put me in this showcase and then the next day I was in the Royal Family because I did a comedy thing. It was mad. Honestly, what? it was mad. Was it couldn't sec- get arrested free after that though. Was it second or third series? It was like third series maybe, wasn't it? I think it was the uh, third series. It was Baby David's Christine once it at the end. So yeah, it was oh, Baby David's Christine. So I think it was the... Sally, do you mind if I ask you loads of questions about it or is that <laughs> annoying? Are we recording? <laughs> right, so... No, there's, there's the picture from it. What? Oh. Can we look at that close up? Or does that come off the wall? Where are you, by the way? Are you in... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm in my shed. Oh, my God. That... There I am. Looking beautiful. Isn't Michelle? 
Oh my god! Yeah. Sorry, that's it's mad, isn't it? That's a bit of history there, isn't it? I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to, you've been in that room with the sofa in and the, and the table and. I danced on it, and sang New York, New York on it. <laughs> How did you feel? We we obviously a big fan of the show. Clearly. <laughs> what was it like walking in there, going, "I'm now part of it"? It was quite surreal, actually, because at the time it was the biggest. That's that's happened to me a few times in my life. Um, when you walk into something that's so recognisable. Mm. And that was the first time. And then when I walked into the Rovers, I had the same feeling. Oh, my God. And then when I walked into Arkwright's shop, I had the same feeling. Mm. So, you know, yeah, I've had I've had jobs that have been such classics that, and I've joined them that it's just so weird. I've got one of them faces of people that they've seen before, you see. That's why I get <laughs> it's work. <laughs> Can I put this back or do you want to have another look at it? Uh, I'll, I'll keep glancing at it through the app, I but, think. Okay. I'll send you a copy. Oh, please. I'll print it off. When you went into the Rover's return. Yeah. I don't know what my question is. <laughs> That's the end Are of the question. Are we recording this, by the way? Yeah, this... yeah, do you mind yeah, if we do? <laughs> no, not at all. I was like, we started. Right, done. Yeah. I've not had a cup of tea. We started. Right, okay. We're straight in. Oh, yeah. my God. It's enormous. How many days did you do on the Royal Family? I did 10 days. Um, and it was, and it was, and actually, the fun thing was it was it was it was the last one obviously because it was a christening so I got to go to the rap party and I looked so rough as Michelle so what they did they paint when when I when I first got went to the read-through Caroline not even met me Craig knew who I was from because we had because we went to the same local pub it was so weird but it was not I'd not seen him for years and then he was this massive you know success and then I walked in and he went I don't believe it and um it was all to do with the casting and Kenton Allen. I think it was Kenton. Is it Kenton? Yeah, it was Kenton. And it was it was all to do with that. And I walked into the read through, and everyone's like, because I was meant to be rough as arses, you know, like proper rough. Mm-hmm. Was. <laughs> and um, uh, and anyway, when I opened my mouth, Caroline was very happy with it because I did, you know, that brilliant with the accent, Winnington accent, Withinshore accent, and I did that, and that's what that's what she wanted. And um, so when I went to the we went clothes shopping like they used to do that then those days. And we went clothes shopping on Regent Oxford Road and um, got this, what I thought was a really like horrible, slutty outfit, you know, and it was minging. And I was like, great, you know, first time on national TV, brilliant. There you go. <laughs> I got there and they did me and Caroline went, she's not rough enough. She's not rough enough. So I had to go back into makeup and they got me that horrible leather outfit. I don't know where they dragged that yeah. from. And then they put, Blood, broken blood vessels on my face, which I've got of my own now, which is nice. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And, uh, and 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 like in my ears, they had like blood and cracked scabs. Christine Kant was the was the, was the I remember her name. She was great, Christine. She was the makeup artist. She just made me look rough as arses. So when I went into the rap party, none of the crew knew who I was. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, had this oh lovely, lovely. Time. and uh, yeah, so it was good. It was good, really. It was a good transformation. But you, I'm always, I don't know why I'm fascinated. Were you nervous walking on there? You sort of like your first job. I was, I was petrified, but, I, but I've got to say they were the kindest people. Sue and Ricky were the kindest people. And I say this to Sue all the time, that she set the bar of how to, how to be on set mm-hmm. and how to be a good person on set, you know, yeah. because she was, she said to me, you know, we were staying in this posh hotel. I had 80 pounds to my name. That's all I had. I was totally skint. And um, 
she said, oh, don't eat there. Come and eat with us. We've got this, we get, get this free food on, um, on floor seven. Come and have a drink with me and Ricky. And Ricky obviously always had his like four cans of mild. Uh, and and that's, and that's how I had, my di- I had my dinner. And we were watching Wimbledon and, and Sue was sort of perving over the, the tennis plays. It was brilliant. So <laughs> but there were such gorgeous people. And I I um, naively thought every job would be like that. <laughs> but to be honest, I, I am like that on every single job. Now I run a show. I'm exactly, that's where that's, that's where the bench was set. Yeah. Craig, Craig said something. He did something on um we 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 made a show with him years ago called Rovers. And do you remember he did that thing, David? He I remember said, that. He he said to everyone, he did this sort of like I think it was maybe when you did the um what do you call it, round the table, the read through. Yeah. And afterwards he sort of went went round everyone and basically said, It's only telly. Yeah. Don't worry. There's no stress. I don't want anyone to have horrible time. And he just kept saying, it's only bloody telly. Yeah. And I, I just watched him, everyone. just yeah. went round and I, and every, you could see everyone just sort of going, oh, mm. this is going to be fun. Because it is only telly. Yeah. You're not, mm. but, you're not clamping a ventricle nice. you know, to save someone's life. I always say that. It's literally how I run a shop shit now. You know, I, I, it's completely relaxed. We have a massive laugh. If we're not having a laugh, there's no point doing it. Mm. As as well, that's what weirdly so as Craig said he said there's no point doing this if you don't have a laugh to, like because we're going to be here for 10 weeks yeah there's exactly. no point making telly if you're not having fun he said it's a waste so of everything and the hierarchy as well I, I, I've been on jobs where there's a hierarchy and I, I've never understood it I've never understood it I don't understand why you would make people feel nervous or uncomfortable to get it, yeah I don't like get it with the actors and stuff like you're your like your feelings mean like uh, what do you mean sort of like with the director so or if, the you, actors if are... you say the director's a bit of a knob or mm. the lead actor is a bit <laughs> frissy you know and a bit yeah, sort yeah. of don't talk to me look, look at the fit you know my earlier on in my career i mean i've been very lucky because i've mostly been a lead actor in in in, in my career but early on you, you know you and I'd, I'd never understood what that attitude was about why do you want people to be shit because that's mm, what yeah. happens you know, you you want people to give their best performance. And I did on the Royal Family. That was like, that. I went in on that, you know, because yeah. they were so, I mean, Jeff Hughes, such a gorgeous man. Um, was he really? Oh, lovely. Oh. He was just, they were all Ricky. They were just all, I remember when I, because I had to, oh, f- terrifying the first scene. It was a five minute scene. Caroline was directing that episode. And, it was a five minute scene and my bit was at the end you know, oh, she, and oh. I walk off and go burning ring of fire oh yeah. my ass is like a burning ring of fire and um, <laughs> and I, I got to walk off and I was the last one so if I fucked up yeah. then that was it we'd have to do it all again we did the rehearsal and I remember Ricky saying the kindest thing he went hey she's good her she knows her lines we better we better do this right you know <laughs> and it was so sweet because it made me feel I'm doing okay I'm doing okay. Right, and right. Caroline just said, um, we, we need you to make the Royals look like the Kennedys. That's the note. <laughs> and I went, yeah. right, I've got you. Yeah. Got you. And we're from the same area. So she, yeah. I won't mention it on your podcast, but she said, you're from this estate. I went, right, okay. <laughs> and then what she went. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like a shorthand. I won't say where it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm no princess. I'm from Gorton, which is, you know, uh, uh, East Manchester. So I'm not, you know... But it was a uh, yeah. I knew exactly what she meant when she said it. So that was that. So without naming names, Sally, have you worked with directors who are knobs? Then because I haven't. 
I don't feel like I have. And that, that idea of... Yeah. Have I you? Am. Yeah. I've heard I've, lots I've worked, of stories. I've worked with quite misogynist ones. Right. So I remember, especially in Coronation Street, we used to have... Uh, mostly, they were amazing. And I still know them now. Fantastic mm. people. Um, and, and the hardest job ever. You know, I'd always get a director who's done a soap, definitely. They'd always hire one. It's mm. done a so I'd hire an actor that's done a so because they're just hard as nails. Why? Because it's so quick and stuff. Yeah, they get in, they're raw, they know their lines, they're in, mm. and they don't mess about, they don't piss about. And so there's something about that training. But with, um, uh, yeah, certain directors, it was usually on Coronation Street, actually, and they usually get, they were, they'd last very long, let's put it that mm. way. Um, they were discovered quite quickly. There was one, it was a, an absolute, dire misogynist and he I was the lead and obviously I was Sherlock Shelley and the lead character it was my storyline and there was an actor brought in to play something with my storyline and this actor who remained nameless said she's in my eye line and just pointed at me and she's in my eye line this this knob of an actor and I I turned around and, and I turned around to the director to say can you tell him not to say that, not to treat me like that, you know. And he went, Can you just move, Sally? I mean, I think probably best if you do. And just literally went for the, even though it was my bar, mm-hmm. I was landlady of the Rovers, it was a major part in, you know, it, it, they still went with the bloke. And that's happened quite a lot with right. the directors. Not anymore. Um, not probably for the last 10 years, I'd say. I've been doing this 25 years, you know. Yeah. But, you know. The last 10 years, it's been a lot better, I've got to say. But, but yeah, early days, knobs, some knobs. And first assistant directors, you know, slapping you on your ass when you go into, into set. Normal. It's all done. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's Slap tea, by the way. It's not gin. I never do that. I never do that anymore. I well, never. You haven't done it in weeks, have you? Slap I haven't done it for weeks. someone's ass on the way in. <laughs> yeah. On the way out as a thank you. Don't do that. <laughs> we don't like Fuck. it. You're, you're cutting down massively, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to be fair to me. It's always good to have. Yeah. You've, have you, like, you're going to think I'm a, I'm a dickhead, but have you, you've walked down the Coronation Street and have you gone through the external doors into the Rovers? Many, many, many times. I was there five years. It's behind the doors. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Just a little bit of a bar you can see through. And it's nothing. There's a... If you had a photo of it, it, how would you feel, David, if Sally had a photo oh, of you that? You haven't got a photo of I haven't got a photo of that, sorry. I've got a photo of I've got a photo of me outside the Rovers, if oh, you want to see that. Have you? Is this a shed in your garden? Yeah, do you have a look? Right oh, yeah. It's my shed. It's on my oh, is this oh. your writing? You've got a writing shed? It's my writing shed. There you go. That's heaven. There you go. Oh, oh, oh my word. That's very similar to Alan Titchmarsh's. It's heat. Yeah, he's got we bamboo were... outside his. I always thought we were similar. So is it at the end of your garden? Do you have to walk down your garden to get in it? Yeah, I have to walk down my garden. Oh, oh, this is it's what just, I've always it... wanted. Wow. <laughs> and do you know what? Is that a promotional we... picture or is it? That was, that was, that was, that's where they all went mental because uh, I would naively put that top on and thought, oh, that's nice. You know, those days I thought, you know, you don't you don't realise what what they're selling. But they, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was that was that. And, and what had happened? It was a really slow news day. So a new, uh, I would only 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 have seven episodes. Um, you know, didn't it like that. 
There's only <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know it's me. Um, it's like you won a prize, you had... you'd won it. You're having a photo, a photo with you holding a photo. I know. I've, I've, <laughs> I've come. I've met three <laughs> um... Sign it. You should sign it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh no, I'm not. I don't do science. Um, uh, I, so what happened? They gave me a seven episode trial. That's all. And I was on my best behaviour, like out of body experience all the mm. time. I dropped a line once because I had to give a drink to Barbara Knox, who I absolutely love. Mm. And I've and, said that sentence. <laughs> yeah, Barbara Knox, do you love her? She's great. <laughs> oh. Rita, Rita, what they call her, Rita? Don't Rita, Rita, Barbara Knox, yeah. So I had to give her, I had to pass her a drink to the table and I, in the Rovers and it probably my first, first week. Oh man, that's and too And I much. remember I, I forgot my lines and I said, I'm so sorry, Barbara. I just got a bit about overwhelmed. She went, darling, don't worry. I did exactly the same with Doris Speed. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I thought, here we are. We've made it. We're that in. is amazing. How do you so get on that, we, that show? Got, How does one get on that show? Well, those days it was we we were complete un, unknown. So I was I'd done the royal family. It was the same casting director. Um, she saw me in a in a little showcase. Like I said, I was in the next day. Mm. Couldn't get arrested for about a year. So I did stand up for a year. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Oh, and I played, wow. that's where I met all my mates. I met Ellen Carr. Who's a, we did our very first stand up together. So he's still one of my best mates. Um, and on the circuit, Justin Morehouse. On, on the circuit was like at the tapete. You know, on the circuit, it was Peter like, um, yeah. So it was always like, it was. Did you start that, at the same time as those guys? So you were sort of doing your no, first gig? I was in theatre when Peter had got his first telly. Oh, so right. he was miles before me. We were the same age, but I was doing, I wasn't known by then. And then. You didn't watch him in any clubs, did you, around Manchester? Before no, he no, made early, it? no, early done, I didn't. No. Because I, was, I no. was touring, you see. Um, I saw, who did I see? I saw Caroline, uh, Sister Mary Mackey. I was going to say, did you saw. I saw them. Coogan as Paul and Pauline Calf. And did this, you? And just this in pubs? Nice. Just in pubs, basically. Just in uh, the Buzz Club, Southern. So when I did the Southern, I, when I auditioned, well, audition. There was, was a thing called the City Life magazine, and it was comedian. And well, they used to have an that, awards thing, didn't they? City Life. Yeah, massive. Yeah. And, that, and if you won that, it was like winning BBC Comedian of the Year. Yeah, massive. yeah. That was it. You were alone. Or the Perrier Award. I don't know mm. what they call it now. But it was that. It was that big. So I, I, I couldn't get any work. So I wrote, ironically, I wrote a stand-up about a bloke called Derek Cotton who based it on my dad, and I wrote it with Phil Mealy, who oh, wrote, wrote the right, Royal Family, yeah, the early George. How yeah. did you know him? Just from the pub. So I knew Kashi. How big is his pub? The, the Elizabethan <laughs> Moro. It's honestly. so weird. It's so weird. It's I'm like just thinking of the line. people I used to go to the pub with. I wouldn't do anything with them. Honestly, Kashi had a little... Radio show at the time. Was this Phil all was before it, anyone had done of it? You were in the pub and, and your mates were suddenly on tent. All like... mates, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Cassie wrote this thing with Caroline. It went stellar. And Phil wasn't writing at all then, but he wanted to get into it. So we started wow. writing Stand Up With Me. Um, and we did all right. I mean, Alan said it was brilliant, but it wasn't. He was brilliant. He was just naturally fantastic. You know, I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, um, I supported him for a bit and he didn't remember. Oh, I did. I did three. I think I did three support shots for him, and, and I said, "I said uh, I supported you." Like I, I think I had, I think I had his worst, like worst venues. I won't say which one were because I remember they stuck him out. I, I, they were so hot. I like I died on my ass, and he, like, I just remember thinking he can do stand up anywhere. It was incredible. <laughs> well, and, they did. It was like in corners of pubs yeah. in Manchester. 
And the last stand-up I did was with Al. The first one I did and the last one was in, and it was in the Blue Cat in Manchester. And then little did I know, the casting director had followed me from the royal family, even though I was playing a bloke. Because I was in... I was oh, so your, your character was a bloke? Yeah, Derek Cotton, Derek Cotton. And I had, like, <laughs> um, facial hair and a wig. And I talked about, you know... It was based on my dad, and uh, I had clear glasses made. And I did this stand-up gig, and then I sort of expanded it so I could do two 20 minutes and get paid twice to his porn star daughter, which is Kelly Marie. And I was just getting getting into the rhythm of it. And then they gave me a seven-episode trial as a new barmaid on Coronation Street. So all the, all the stand-ups at the time were going, we got on the gravy train. I went, yeah, too right. This is dead hard. So did you yeah. – that was essentially how you got it. You didn't – did you go in and – Read for it. No, they wrote it for me. No, Shelley was written for me. Flipping hellfire. Seven episodes. No, that's how they used to do it then. Like, so really? Fran Jones is my best friend and they wrote Karen for her because she'd auditioned for other stuff and they just wanted this character and it was for her. So no one else was going to get that. That's how they did it then. They followed people around. Uh, they don't do that anymore. I think it's, I think they cast sort of names or whatever or what you've done before or yeah. audition. I'm not saying it was always done like that, but the major characters... That's how they did it, which was, which is brilliant so for me. It's mad, as you say, you were playing a fella. <laughs> I was playing a bloke, yeah. And then and they then, went, she'll then, like, she'll be. Well, like this big sort of blonde barmaid alone. Wow, worked. And but it was great. It was so it. strange walking in that set, like you said. It was. Oh my god! Absolutely surreal, and I remember yeah. having to take a breath, even more than the royal family. Actually, really, it was even more overwhelming uh, than the yeah. So all these recognisable characters walk in, obviously. Because I'm from but... Manchester. That's the biggest thing everybody yeah. watches. Where is it? You know, Manchester? that was... Where is this? It's, where is it's it in Salford now. It used to be on off Key Street in central Manchester. It's obviously the BBC there. thing now, isn't it? Yeah, it's there now. It. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's a much better set, apparently. It's a lot bigger and it's all, you know... It's only recently moved there, isn't it? Because I remember, like... It, we... it seems recent. I think it's about 10 years now. Oh, is it? Oh, flipping. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, left, I left 2006. I'm mad. 18 years ago, yeah. How long did you do on it? Five. Just under five. Yeah. and But it seems longer because those were the days when there was only sort of four, four channels and channel five view, at the time. What, was the just buying in, what, few, what were the viewing figures then? On a normal night, 14 million. One, four, night. 14? If we, 14. If we got married, 1920. It was mental. Just nothing like that exists now does it nothing exists like that i mean nothing exists like that and and good actually that's a good thing there's more choice for us isn't yeah it? But, of course but what's it like we get, is two, it, is we, it get we, we get two million on madame blanc and people are ecstatic about that that's well, that, amazing. That, that, that is a stupid amount now two, two million I know, yeah two million we get a million when we, where they watch it on the night and then they're a million catch up and and channel yeah, five that's, are, that's you know, rare. ecstatic about it that but he's still, that's I've still got, that's I've still got those numbers. figures in my head yeah you know, yeah. 14 million going, is that it? Well, well know, the, the numbers we've ridiculous. had on stuff and people have, because I'm not, not depressed by the numbers, but, you know, having grown up with similar, you know, like going, Ooh. Only Fools and Horses used to get 20 million or whatever, and you go, 670,000 on the night, that's good. And you're like, oh, is it? Is it? Oh, and and then, you're like, but it, is, it really is. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. What's it like when, you're, when you suddenly are thrust onto something that because because we the public sort of then are obsessed with you right you know you you're in a show it's that really big. weird Joe, because what happens is you literally for the first three months you're on people look at you and think do i know you from somewhere so it's like that that part of the time i'll never forget they think i worked at their shop or <laughs> Are you my cousin's friend or they they recognize you but they don't know who you are yeah and then once you start being recognized, especially with those figures, and you've got to remember there was no reality TV then. Mm. So we were the reality, we were the yeah. ones on the cover of everything. So even if you weren't on the telly that night, you're on the cover of a magazine. It was meant it was really mental. Um good and mental or bad mental. I didn't, you know what? I I'm, I had such great friends who were going through it. Like, like I said, Saran Jones is still my, one of my best friends in the world. And we were we were joined at the hit then. I mean, we we just we because it was only us going through it. And not going through it. I mean, it was amazing. Don't get me wrong, but you know, there's Simon Gregson, who's still a mate. Oh, um, Simon, we he's lovely, like, isn't he? Yeah, he's great. So funny, as yeah. one of the funniest men alive. And uh, it was just such a lovely time because we were just we were just mad and young, and there was no camera phones. Uh... So we used to we used to go out to the pub at night, learn our lines in the pub, and then literally <laughs> go out, come in, hungover. And then when they started giving you started giving us really deep storylines. That's when we all started to behave, especially me and Saran, because they started giving us big shit and we had to do it properly. But in the first couple of years, we were like, hey, we had just the best best time ever, you know. It was Sally, when, when, you, when you turn up on set are you, on, in a soap opera, are you supposed to just get your, na- your lines done you're doing straight away? But... You're doing any television now. I mean, I think, I think television is so tight now and how we film it. It, oh, there was a, when I've gone on a drama, I've, when I've gone on dramas after Coronation Street and they're all messing about for ages, I remember thinking, what, what we talk, can we just not do it? You know, I think yeah, this character would be blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's absolutely bollocks all time to do that on a soap. So you have this rawness about you and this short, short-term memory me- uh, um, muscle. So you learn lines twice the speed of light. And secondly, you, you just get no better time. at that. Do you get better at it? Yeah, I mean, I can learn lines in seconds if I have to. And it's just a, and I'm not, I can't learn, I can't even remember shopping lists. You know what I mean? It's literally that part of my brain. And it's not been affected by menopause, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> but 
everything else on. <laughs> she's all right. She's on the she's on the patch. She won't kick off. She's all right. She's on patches now. I'm obsessed with line learning because I like. Oh we, my god! We, we talk about it like. I hate it. Well, I'm trying to work out if I'm shit at it, or because sometimes we me and David talk about when you're on. You know when you're on something the first first day, you're like the night before, the week before, you're learning. Like you're yeah. going over it a thousand times, then you're like three weeks in. You're going, so what is it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I had it like. Oh, I love that stage. But but I, oh. but I don't I believe it when I start again that I'm ever going to get into a point I, where I, I go. I, I, I'm exactly the same. Exactly the same. On my first day, I sound like Norman Collier. I'm like, <laughs> uh, 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 is this right? And I, I, I uh, uh, you know, I've no idea what I'm doing. I, I know every time, every job I start, even something I've actually written, mm. I'll go. The first day is always the worst, and it still is. It's never changed. I think mm. that's just the thing. Mm. And then once you get into it, you know, after the first few days, you're like, it's just the relaxedness that you crazy, kind of go because you're you're in a routine. You go, I'll learn the first scene, but I'll learn the second scene while I'm having my makeup or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and you're going, but then I panic myself and going, I'm way too relaxed, and then I sort of send myself back to day one panic. You know what I mean? Yes. And go, I just, I mean. In Madame Blanc, we have a lot of, I do a lot of like, what do they call it, the denouement, don't they? I didn't even know that until I actually wrote one. Um, Say that again, sorry? The denouement, which is the bit, you know, the bit at the end where the Poirot bit when she oh, yes, right. Dean sorts it all out. So they, they are masses. They're like, you know, pages. A monologue. Because oh, then God. it goes goes back and flash back and everything. Those are the things I learn inside out before I even get on the plane to, to right. film. Right. Yeah, for those because I ne- I could never let the crew down. You know, if I, I, I have fear of that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, if, if I don't know my lines, but everything else I learn on the on the day, like I said, night before on the day, it is. Insane. Sorry, Sally, uh, this is the modern Madame Blanc. Yes, mysteries. yes, my series. Yeah. yeah, that you wrote. I write, and you set it's, in it's, South of France. Yes, so it's it's called the Modern Blanc Mysteries. And Joe, it's, take it's that in. Channel, okay, on Channel Five, <laughs> and it's I write it with Sue Vincent. And Set it in South of France. South of France, but it's filmed in Gozo, which is a little island north That's of... That's Malta, isn't it? Yeah, a little island, which looks oh. like the South of France. Very is that handy. like the... Is that fun? Yeah. Very handy. Is that like the perfect job? Yeah. I'm just suddenly really jealous. Why do, you think, do you know what? Like, the idea came... I was doing a thing called Cold Call. I've got the picture of that as well. No, I'm joking. I have <laughs> I was the. I was ducking. Do you want Madame Blanc picture as well? I've got <laughs> yeah. Madame Blanc. Hang on a minute. I'll just get Madame Blanc up. Where is she? Cozy crime drama. Oh, me and Ed G. I know it's awful. Oh, isn't Steve Edge the funniest man in the world? Yeah. I've heard, every time he gets brought up, people go, he's, the, he's the, always the funniest bloke. Yes, in the room. I've heard that about 50 times. People it's go, absolutely yeah. Absolutely hysterical. Yeah. I know, and it's, it's, it's a bit annoying, but it's <laughs> true. Um, and so, Stevie, I met on Phoenix Nights. So, I've known Steve for 25 years. Oh, yes, of course. He was the drummer, wasn't he? Yeah. No, the p- keyboardist. Keyboardist, that's right, yeah. Oh, yes, of course. So I only did, like, one episode of Phoenix Nights. And, uh, you did but, Phoenix uh, Nights yeah. as well. Good Lord. Yeah. So, um, I know. I, I, that's it. That was not that was another weird one going into that um, club, Phoenix Club. But I've, I've had I've had such amazing... When I look about it, when, when I say it out loud, I go, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we filmed yeah, this so... in Malta. Oh. In, and uh, with my one of my best mates, Steve. How many weeks? Ten. Any time off? Not really. We have oh. weekends now because my director said I'm not doing it on the weekends. First series we didn't. Oh. That's too much. Um, you start feeling sick. Six day weeks. Yeah, it was too much. Um, but yeah, it is the best job ever. And, that, and what happened? I was filming Cold Calls. 
That's what I was saying once. Where it's cold, cold. There, there she is. Cold cut. I love the fact that I'm doing this. Making I, me laugh. I, I, this is my favourite. This is my favourite bit. Pictures of myself like a massive knob. No, it's brilliant. I, but I keep. I'm going. Oh yeah, there's pictures of that. And that's me and cold cut. I'm just taking it as normal, like we do this on every. Yep. Okay, here's a photo. Of You're going to request done. it. I know. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Well, no uh, just because I'm in my office. It's cold cut. <laughs> and um, and I was in. Oh, I was in this bloody. You know, they call it Winnebago's, don't they? They're just mm. shit caravans that you'd have in Prestats, aren't they? They're just rubbish <laughs> on set. They go, I'm going back to my Winnebago, and it's just a really shit caravan. <laughs> and um, I was stood on the steps. I sat on the steps of my caravan, and I just had to do the last scene in ten minutes. I had to break down and do this big crying scene, and it was pissing down my rain. And I thought. There's got to be something better. I'm <laughs> in, in a car park in Manchester, which inevitably, that's where the unit bases are. You know, car yeah. park. The, the kind of car park you take someone they? to kill. Yeah, you kill someone there. You yeah. know, it's the type of car park they put you on. I thought, God, there must be. What if I could set someone something else, you know? Oh, right. And that was that was it. That was the that was the. So I, I've it. said to Joe, I'd love to write a Sunday night. It's, it's, you know what? It, is it hard? Did, is it hard work? I didn't know how. I, I wrote the premise because I've always been in love with that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I'm unashamedly commercial. I love May Gray. I love Love Joy. I love. Oh, um, love don't get me on Love Joy. Summer Murders. Just yeah, done yeah. one. It was best day of my life. Bergerac. Um, Bergerac. Absolutely. And all those brilliant. I love them. I think they're just the backbone of telly, and people are really snooty about them. But I always wanted to write that kind of. Um, Thing that people can just sit there for an hour and just have a lovely time mm. and so I came up with this idea and I wrote it when I was doing still open all hours it was funny because I was ne- me and Vegas were sat next to each other got a picture of that, picture of that. yes 100% well, Vegas now, where are you? it had been a while since you've shown us one like three and, uh, minutes I'm not fine Vegas now he's somewhere oh here he is <laughs> he's in a special it, on a special he's with, he's with Sean as well lovely Sean oh is that oh, oh yes, Sean, yes I did a, I did one of them one of them funny things they do those um, oh just, the um, Jason Cook uh, thing uh, yeah, yeah very funny and um, yeah so I was doing still open all hours with him and we had a trestle table in the the green room and it was brilliant because all the old ones were in the other side room there was a doorway and they were blue. Honestly, they swear. The swearing <laughs> and the gossip. Which me and Vegas just look at each other going. <laughs> the stuff they came out with. Mm. And it was brilliant because because it was an old-fashioned sitcom and they, they worked at an old-fashioned pace. Me and Vegas had going to our rehearsal. So we're in Pinewood like all day and we'd probably work about 10 minutes till the Friday night, you know. Because mm. so we do our, you do that, I do that because we work really fast, whereas they worked at a different pace. So we had this, so we started, I think Vegas created his camping show that, at the same time, actually, it's amazing. Uh, anyway, downtime, you've both created a show in the downtime. I remember we at Vegas, we used to write these, we used to uh, make these really motivational posters, like pretending it was our office, you know, like a shit cat going, just go for it, don't give up now. And we'd try and outshit each other with these really, you know, these, these rubbish motivational posters, anyway. So, I came up with the idea, I wrote the entire treatment. I had this idea in my head about this antiques dealer who I'd met on holiday about five years ago, this really normal woman, middle-aged woman, who was just Sherlockian about antiques. That was her business. And it was fasc- fascinated by it because she was so normal. She was like somebody you meet in the supermarket, but she was just this, this one thing she had. So I had this character in my head for ages. And then I thought, right, she said that she buys all the stuff 
all her stuff from these villages in the south of France and they're all antique based. So I had this idea of what if her husband goes over to get him and then dies on the way back and then she finds out that he wasn't who he said she was and, and that's where we started the series. So that was the first step. Anyway, so I had this idea, I wrote all the characters, the characters were really alive in my head and at the time I was working with Sue Holderness, you'd know her from Marlene in... Um, yeah. In, uh, yeah. So, so in pantomime. Uh, she's, ama- yeah, she's amazing, isn't she? Yeah. she Talkie, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. She, I know she's just a work workhorse. She's unbelievable. And she um, was, I'd done the vagina monologues with her in 2008. And I remember thinking when I sat on the chair next to her, going, You are one of the best actresses I've ever worked with. Really? And if I ever wow. get a chance, I want to work with you again. I tried to get her in Mount Pleasant. Do you remember, I did a series called mm, Mount yeah, Pleasant. Yeah, of course. Picture of that as well. Yes. This is heaven. It's funny, this, isn't it? <laughs> Where are you? There you are. Got holiday photos as well. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few holiday photos. Have you as a baby? Oh, Bobby. Oh, we've got to get on to Sir Bobby. Like my dad. Anyway, we know we know that, don't we? We've yeah. got that connection. Yeah, we anyway, about that um, Anyway, so I, um, where was it? So I wrote the treatment, and I was, I was trying to sort of pitch BBC Daytime because I saw how popular father brown was and that kind of thing and i thought mm. that's a global hit that and i, I, I want to write something like that so i wrote the treatment and then literally by the end the day after i'd given it i sent it to mike um at Harperboard, who's our co-producers at we're saffron cherry and they're Board. we do loads of stuff together and and i sent it to him and i said look i'm i'm, I'm gonna picture the bbc but have a look at this and obviously i'd sent it to caroline my, my other half uh, business other half and he said, look, I'm seeing Seb tonight, who's Channel 5. Uh, you know, if I, if I can slip it in, I'll, you know, I'll show him. Because he'd read it and he loved it. And I was like, oh, okay, brilliant. What was this, just a little treatment? It was, a treat, it was about a 10-page yeah. treatment. Oh, okay. oh, okay. It, was a good, right. it was a good one. Hmm. By the next day, Seb had said, because Cold Call had done really well, he said, oh, we'll have it. And that was <laughs> like, Scott and Bailey was six years. Mount Pleasant was six years to get commissioned. Literally. Was it really? God. Yeah, six years. And, um, and yeah, because they kept saying, we don't want to see, why, why do you want to see two women on? Where's the bloke? Where's the bloke for the women? Where's the fit bloke in the middle of it? Honestly, such you don't hear that anymore. Such bullshit. I'm that old. That's the kind of stuff they used to come out with. And, um, yeah, so that was it. And um, it was, but that, that was the start of the journey because uh, the model for Channel 5 is they have, um, they give you a certain amount of money and then you get an international a big streamer so we have acorn so then acorn came on board but the only reason i write it is because cause i've never written murder mystery before and he, you know i don't know i could do that they wanted just acorn wanted a script in two weeks Ooh. they love the they love the premise they want an hour long literally yeah and what? so i, I rang yeah. sue up and I, everyone was busy all my mates writers i rang rang everyone all, all busy so i was like shit of course they are they're all brilliant anyway so um said to sue we're gonna have to write this and I did, and he was honest to God, that, that first version was shite. Hmm. Well, it must believe. have been, really. Uh, it, it, was, it, it was, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. but, but for, unbelievably got us over the line. And they, they came on board, yeah. Did you film that first script, or did you do a lot of drafts of it after? Oh, my God, it was completely different. Yeah, it was completely yeah, yeah, yeah. different. So it just got you over the line. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. Us over the line. And then there was a lot of work. How do you learn like the structure of a murder mystery? Did you watch loads and go, oh, that's a good trick? It's or... almost like osmosis. It must be because I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that if I 
if I see it coming, then I've got to change it again. Yeah, yeah. And I just twist it and twist it and twist it and twist it. Because mm. sometimes I watch something like that and see, you know, like, and go, oh, they've they've misdirected us. So, so it feels like uh, like hiding a formula to me. You know what I mean? Like, like there's there must I assumed wrongly that there must be like a sort of structure you do, and then you try and hide it, or is that? Um, it, it's something we've I've created. I think the structure on the back of I, all I can say. I, I, there's no consciousness of it. I've created it on the back of everything I've seen before. Mm. So, for example, like Jonathan Creek. Mm. But, uh, or, but when you look at those things now, they're extremely slow. 90s television is very, very slow. So yeah. if you go back and watch, I love Joy now, or you watch, I mean, they're brilliant, yeah. but they, my God, they take the time. Because we haven't got any time in modern telly now. Right. And also we haven't got the money for about a million suspects. So we only have money for, so my trick now is I have three suspects and I just bounce the audience between them, three of them in the app. And then hopefully the least likely one comes out. That's yeah. all the structure is, Joe. So I can't, I can't really explain no. anything else, really. I look at my scripts and I, the, way, the way we write it, I write like a 10-page document breakdown of, of what happens in every scene. And then Sue is amazing at writing dialogue. So she she writes the Bible. She overwrites. You know, it's ridiculous. She just goes and So she goes away. She goes under. She literally stays awake <laughs> for like 48 hours like a nutter. <laughs> and she writes a draft. But the hard, the, the bit is the structure of it. Yeah, you know yeah. that's the bit with the with the with the, the with the mystery. I just, even though it's throwaway, cozy crime, I never want to underestimate our audience. Mm. I'm very working class like that. I want him, I want them to have a really good mystery. You know, because it's yeah. it's great, isn't it? It's nothing like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, I really want to. Really want to vote. So when you get commissioned a so new, I'll send, you a, I'll send you a script and just see yes, where the tricks are. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to read. I I think until Anyone you read this. Until you read the actual scripts, I'm, I love reading good scripts. You know, you go, it's so like. Yeah, I, it's I, love, I love a script. I love a script. Anyway, sorry. So if you get commissioned a new series, do you think, oh, fuck, I've got to do loads. <laughs> Six sides of massive ideas. Writing. Yeah. What I've started doing, even before commissioning, I'll have, like, for example, we've not been commissioned for the next one, but I've, we've written three already. Have you? I'm, oh, yeah, wow. ve I'm very mumsy and female like that. I have to be completely and utterly prepared. Yeah. And I and I really respect my crew as well and my producer. Because if I think what happens if you start giving scripts in the last minute, it's just a massive headache for them. Mm. Mm. And and I I don't I don't want anyone to have a headache. Like I say, it goes back to having a nice time. Don't get me wrong. How long does it take you to write one, do you reckon? If you got from I can write a structure if I've got an idea. I mean, my God, I wake up at four in the morning, like going, it's not good. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I think every writer does, don't they? Block, block. And then all of a sudden I'll go for a walk or take my dog for a walk and, and something will come or I'll just keep typing. Well, it's typing. on a walk, keep... isn't it? It's a, isn't it? Yeah, it's so isn't there something about, I'm sure I'm making this up, but there's something about going and walk, doing a walk on something your brain does. Like problems, I don't know what it is. Problem solves in the back of your head or something. Get the dog, poor dog, and to just drag around the park for a couple of times <laughs> and do it. Something will either land or or something will, or, or it comes at four in the morning when I'm, you know, doing that bit where um, people of a certain age wake up at like uh, you know, 20 past three. 20 past three. Yeah, it's Mine's always like 20 then. Sometimes I look and I go, oh, I'm five minutes early. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> mixed it up a bit. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> That's nice. Then I wake Petra up and go, it's five minutes early. 
She said, oh, I, well. I bet, yeah. I bet she's really chuffed about that. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, it's quarter past three. I went through a stage a month ago every two hours and I started worrying. Yeah, I was yeah, about I, it. I, uh, you relaxed me down. Yeah, I've done nice. What was that about? Was it just, it just like, that a bit of anxiety or something? I, don't know. I reckon there's a touch of drinking too much water because I, I know if I'll have a big gulp of water sometimes and go and then forget I'm about to go to bed and go, that'll have me up earlier. I'll be, there'll be a few, <laughs> there'll be a few walking around the beds tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I remember, Te- um, oh, God, Ted Robbins. Do you know Ted oh, Robbins? Yeah. The great Ted yeah. Robbins. And then he always goes, you know, life's like this, isn't you? You've just got to face it straight on. You know, like when you need a wee in bed, don't lie there thinking mm. it's going away. Just get it out. Yeah. And I remember thinking, that's a big deal. That's quite profound, that. Yeah. So now I just, oh, every time I need a wee in bed, I think, <laughs> I think of him. <laughs> I'm going, Ted. Yeah. My my friend said his, his dad when he was turning forty. His dad said to him, he, he said his, his bit of advice was every chance you get to have a piss, take it, even if you don't want one. <laughs> have that, a try. That, that was his advice when turning forty. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I I wow. can't go anywhere now. You know I couldn't. I mean, I used to go and see Stephen gigs and and be like, you know, it'd be brilliant. And now if there's not a toilet nearby, mm. that's I'm not doing it. No. I'm not having it. Nice. No, right. You really Rock do like going to the toilet. <laughs> I love it. I love going to the loo. It's brilliant. My my favourite thing. Pet, Petra, if you like, we moved into our house and uh, we, for the first time ever, we have a, an ensuite toilet. Oh, and it's, nice. And, it, and it's, it changed my work life, I'll be honest with you. Love it. I, I love it. But for our whole relationship, I slept on the side of the bed that was nearest when we moved into the house meant oh i'm going to be nearest the loo right. and she just made the decision we were going to swap sides for the bed so i've lost so but i don't think that's i think that's madness swapping what side you well it's very yeah i, I don't it's funny isn't it when you've been with someone forever mm. and you even when you go on holiday you're yeah, so, there, don't you? so yeah but she that's, that's she's out there that one she's yeah, out she there. flipped it round. So and then, and then mix it uh, up a bit like you and you're getting up time. Well, exactly. Yeah, we're a pair of mavericks. That's how you keep it alive, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm having an early wee. <laughs> Love oh, you. you. <laughs> I sleep by the door for protection. Do you? Oh, Petra does that to me in hotels. She protects you. No, no, she says you're sleeping on that side. Oh, right. Here's the door. No, she protects me. <laughs> Bloody Nora. No, he's there with a the machete. I yeah. like it when she says that. Yeah, I'm I do. A, I'm a protector. I'm a man. Yeah, I told you I was. Very male. Knew it deep down. But if there is a noise, I'll send no me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I think we'd both not move if there was something going on downstairs. Neither of us. <laughs> would. Let, let them take everything. <laughs> we'll buy everything new. <laughs> I love it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying, 
something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with crunch. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I wanted to, um, I told Dave, told, About told, Bobby. yeah, I told David, I reminded David that when we did Bake Off, I asked you that question, didn't I? Oh, that was madness, wasn't it? You were brilliant. You were brilliant. I wasn't. I wasn't too bad by accident. Um, you asked me thing. the question. Yes, go on. Tell uh, me. So, so um, we were we were writing Cockfields and I, and we wanted. We didn't know who to cast for the stepdad, and I I told you the premise and stuff, and like, what was it? Half a second, you said, Bobby. Bobby, I told you the I character. Oh, that's sorry. That's just dawned on me that. Yeah, I said it'd be brilliant. And I and then and you, and I phoned you, David, and we just got the ball emotion. I see that first read through we did of the Cockfields with Bobby and oh. Sue. I just remember thinking, I don't know if we'd been given that. We must have been given a little flea parter at that yeah. point. But I just remember thinking, uh, oh, yeah. we're fine. Yeah, with Bobby in the there middle. There they are, Sue. Yeah, I mean Sue's brilliant anyway. But yeah, yeah. Bobby, Bobby can break your had, heart. Yeah, yeah. He was brilliant. He was so raw. And the thing about Bobby is his emotions were here. Mm, yeah. So what we, when we started uh, Mount Pleasant, he hadn't done a lot and he was mm-hmm. cast. He was extremely nervous. And me and Dan Ryan, we, we sort of trained him really. And he wouldn't mind me saying that to this day. We trained him. So what, what the only difference he had is because as an actor, you you can do things over and over again, exactly the same. Because Bobby's a live performer. Mm. He did it once and then he'd forget <laughs> what he'd done. You know, so yeah. the amount, so about for the first series, we'd be like on the return going, you know, doing, doing what he did. And he'd go, oh, yeah, yeah. And he'd do it again. And he'd <laughs> learn, and then he'd learn that he could do it over and over again. Mm. And I remember my proud, proudest moment, there was a, in the second series, uh, was it the second series or the third? No, it was the third series. And Bobby had this monologue at the side of the grave because his, his his wife had died. Oh, my God. He used to have this in tears. He was just the most beautiful actor, you know, anyway. But he had this monologue and he and I said to him, do you want me to come with you? You know, because I wasn't, I, he was filming first and it was on location and I wasn't in till 11. I said, mate, I'll come with you if you want. And he went, no, I'll be all right, Sally. I think I can do it on my own now. And I'd be like, oh. That was stabilizers oh. come off. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. off, and he was just that was it. He was just the most beautiful, raw actor just I've ever worked with. He was just amazing. I, I remember it. the moment I realized I was like, Oh, there's a reason he's th- that loved and that, um, and yeah. that you know, th- and was the star he was. Do you remember the scene, David, where um, he's talking about he his character asked my character if he want to put the suitcase in the loft, mm-hmm. and so. My, he goes, I'll put your suitcase in the loft. And, and I say, I'll, um, 
and we're not going to put the suitcase in off. And he asks again, and then I sort of say, look, we're not putting the loss. And he just looks me up and down and walks off. And it's mm. so funny. I know that. Like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then it does a tiny little shake of the head. Oh, no, shake of the head. It was so funny. And I yeah. went, well, we, I just I mean, like lightning went off go. in front of me. I was just like, that's why the whole nation, and yeah. it was everyone loved it. Yeah. It just that, I was like, oh my God. Everyone it was like it. watching a bit of magic. It was like a magic it trick. It was just magic. I mean, he used to do things. We, I mean, I, I, I love talking about Bobby. I, I hate the fact he's not alive anymore. Because uh, he was probably the most alive man I've ever yeah, met, yeah. and I'm going to his uh, going to his, we have a memorial every year on the we're going on the 24th actually, I'm going to see Vonnie, and um, but he was the most beautiful man as well, with the most amazing nature, and he was a really bad lad when he started his career. He was drinking too much, and it it just it just made him, it took him by surprise. He didn't get it, you know, and he mm-hmm. was not, and then but from the day he decided not to be. He was the kindest, loveliest man ever. So he ha- he's had two lives, Bobby. And some yeah. people used to say, oh, well, I didn't like him back in. But that was then. Yeah. You know, if anyone, if, if he's an example of anyone can change, they can change completely. And he was just, uh, you know, he was like a dad to me. I, I just, I just adored him. Well, you know how much I do, you know, that's yeah. why I said about, you know, for your show, because he was just so amazing. Um, yeah. But we used to do, you know, we always used to do, I used to do like, <laughs> Like make him do uh, Bobby Ball impressions, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We, we do it. All, we do it all day, you know. He'd go, sell it, sell it. What's my next? Sell it. What's my next? Like, oh bloody hell! Oh, I remember the bloody hells. Yeah. yeah oh my yeah. god! I went yeah. flying back then. Blood. I'll get it. I've yeah. done it. I've done it again. I've done it again. <laughs> what? What? Sally? What is it? He'd what is it? Cr- he'd get it. cross, wouldn't he? Ooh, oh, get yeah. so cross with himself. Yeah, yeah. He would sleep some nights if he had loads of things to say. Yeah. I go. Bobby, let yourself down. You know, he was such a perfectionist, but such yeah. a sweetheart. I miss him desperately. Yeah. Oh, we we were right in um, the second series when we found out that he passed away, and so we had his voice. We're in Eps. We're nearly finishing Ep six. Yeah. And we got the phone call when we were writing it. Yeah. You know, I, like, uh, it was. That's hard. That I, is hard. I got yeah. um, I got sent uh, um, Ben who played one of the other characters sent me a video that he'd. Because um, Bobby used to beat me up every day, and it was like the happiest I'd ever been. But like he used to sort of twist my arm behind my back, and basically because he was obsessed yeah. with how soft I was, basically. Like he was like he and he sort of like he challenged me to a fight every single day, and I'd go, I, oh, I don't want to like. fight you. So he'd literally just sort of get me in a headlock until he was bored. That's massive. Go on, come on. <laughs> just sort of obsessed um, with how soft I was, and. Week I was filming in Ireland and I had a call from Dan Ryan. I had a call from Steve and I thought, why on earth would those two people want to call me? I couldn't think of any reason. And I just said, look, I've got to take this call. And Steve said, are you on your own? And I said, no. I, I, he said, go, go to somewhere on your own, darling. And I was like, and he told me and I can't. Sorry. To this day. I can't, I just couldn't, I couldn't get over it. I couldn't get mm. over it. And I, it was just the most alive man I've ever met. And um, mm-hmm. and what, what the really, really beautiful thing was for, for me and Dan, when he went into hospital, he said, when he said, will you tell the kids? He said, will you tell Dan and Sally as well? Really? Yeah, because we were so close, you know. Um, it, it, it's not, he it wasn't just a, someone I worked with and it wasn't it great. He was, he was really, we were family, you know, and, 
it was uh I'm so glad he had a lovely time on your show though because he was he was always very nervous not being with us oh, right <laughs> yeah like his kids you know yeah. And he had a lovely time on your show, and I was so so happy for him for that. He had a lovely he was, time. He was very kind to us, and you know, really, it's funny. Like he really sort of threw himself into it and stuff. And it was like, yeah, it's just I remember Diane lent over to me, and because I I really felt like I became friends. Like you know, oh, like, you would have done. Yeah, oh, you like would have done stuff for fools. Yeah, I was if like, you'd have known if he didn't like you. And yeah. Diane just whispered in me and went, "Imagine you were eight, and someone said, yeah, uh, in in." That's eight years time. You'll be mates with him. I know. And I was like, I'd be like, oh, the hell you? Yeah. Uh, like a lit. I would. Ha- I'd be really. I would be really normal, and then it would hit me. Yeah. That he yeah. was Bobby Ball. Like it. I never. I always. I got past it, but then a wave of oh my god, that's Bobby Ball would just hit me. Like I'd uh, be it's like, mad, isn't it? Yeah. It was. I mean, I still that get that with people now. You know, mm. like with Tony Robinson, who's one of our regulars now, and I still go. Tony Robinson's nice. What's Tony Robinson like? Is he nice? Oh, he's just divine. Absolutely. What a lovely, lovely man. Funny. Him and his wife, they're just like, just so gorgeous. He has a lovely time. He's just such a lovely man. Yeah, so he's he's regular in our show now. Robin Asquith, funniest man alive. Oh, wow. Uh, Just hysterical. I mean, he's just hysterical. And he just, honestly, he's like a a ray of sunshine, Robin. He's 72. And he's like more energetic than I've ever been. He'd get straight out of bed if he needed a wee. <laughs> Probably doesn't need a wee. No question. <laughs> well, it's like when we were working with Sue. I think Sue oh. was like late 70s. So... Unbelievable. And we had a scene where Sue had to run up the garden, up some steps into the house. We had to do like eight takes. But she, but she, she, like, she brought like... Unbelievable. We, the character... Brilliant, Sue. The char- character she played, she decided was... Like we didn't ride it was going to run everywhere. She ran out like it was two yards. She'd her character was just a little quirk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, that's brilliant. It yeah. was just, but like, I don't think I noticed for about three weeks. And I was like, Sue's is she running everywhere? <laughs> so funny. I love that. I love. That. I'm gonna, yeah, I do. Tiny. I'm going to watch steps. it again now, and like, I'm going to watch it again now. That, it's just, it's like. Just like so unnecessary in so many of the scenes as well. Right? Brilliant. Right. Just yeah. a real layer, isn't it? It's a You're real right. layer. Yeah. Like yeah. That was madness, that cast, wasn't it? What are you doing at the moment, Sally? At the, this time, showing pictures of myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not enough. And I'm at, well, I'm actually, because it's, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it, it's not been commissioned by either, so I might be completely wasting my time. But at the moment, I am writing. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, I've just come off of, because we've got a company, so I'm also in development for other stuff. Um, stuff I'm not in. Some stuff I'm not in, some stuff I'm in. So um, I'm constantly doing that as well. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, we we run, we do other stuff as well. So it's, uh, yeah. yeah, I never never intended to do that. It just happened like five years ago. Caroline asked me to become a sort of creative director. And I was like, what's that? Anyway, mm-hmm. she just went in charge of scripts. Went, oh yeah, I know that. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> right. So you get people sending scripts in. Yeah. I like, don't, to... don't, 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 don't put me in front of any money because we'll be in a bed sitting. You know, I'll be <laughs> yeah. shit at that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so scripts. So I do, I do, Jane Langford is our head of scripted and we do, yeah, so we, we do lots of calls and stuff. And so we're in different development, you know, it's like getting anything in the way. Um, Madame, Madame Blanc was like, really... impossible though now, isn't it? I can't, I mean, I can't believe we've got a returner. We've got a returner. 
we've got a return of kids program as well called um with Don Warrington called the world according to grandpa so we do have two returners we co-produce Madame Blanc with Clapperboard but we the the grandpa one's our own but um we're so lucky to be in this position because at the moment the first thing you say when you go into meetings we haven't got any money at the moment um and so and you're like you know you just it's so hard we had like loads of meetings like we had a funny old meeting um week last week and it's pretty it's pretty grim but mm. we're very very lucky that we've got this one that, i mean it's like i said we still haven't been commissioned i think it's done really well so i think we'll be okay but i, I still don't know the, it's no. still it's still a a bit of a numbers game is it as in but your yeah. your viewing figures are stupidly high so surely that Ways Will that your... be okay for Channel Five? It depends. It's got to go around the world with Acorn, and it doesn't go out till the nineteenth. So oh, it so it hasn't gone out on Acorn. No, the Christmas special hasn't. That did well, but yeah. But I think it's becoming quite a just from Instagram, you know, for what you get, what I get back from there. It's it's becoming quite a thing. And like yeah. I'm doing, uh, you know, a, I'm doing an interview with the Boston Herald and things like that. You see, you just think, I think it's getting out there. Oh, it's getting it. some momentum. It's, it, it's not, um, you know, it's not anything like you've been in. It's not after my <laughs> but it's, it's it's a little bit global. You do, you do like we've like with rovers and stuff that went under the radar, and you do know when stuff goes under the radar. You know what I mean? You're like, you can't. Yeah, of... you're aware of it, aren't you? Yeah, Bridget was in that one, she Bridget. Oh yes, she was. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. She recently passed away. She was. She was brilliant. Yeah, brilliant girl. Yeah, she oh was my god, girl that, was... that was mad as well, wasn't it? I love meeting these actors, iconic. Oh, well, I it'd was be like... so so hard not to just go on and on about something they've been, which we've done to you, basically. So no, you know... fine. <laughs> I, I didn't know I knew that much, so I'm quite happy that I've filled the space. But um, it is, when you've watched something, you're like. It's something about we always talk about when you've watched something when you're young as well, and you meet them. It's just a different level because you're just quite like profound, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like David Jason, you know, that was a bit of mad, um, and he was just lovely. And was Steph really? Cole, yeah, lovely. lovely. Oh. Steph Cole, oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, you so call you just, her Steph. That's the difference. <laughs> oh, she's brilliant. She's such. A, she's so political, and we we get on one. You know. Do you remember oh, when you had you a pop? Do you remember on Bake Off when that woman, that Trump supporter? <gasps> Do you remember us when we'd had a few? Oh my God, that was so we... tense, wasn't it? You, yeah, you, just... you basically, I've never seen you put her in her place, didn't you? She was it so. She just kept going on at us, didn't she? Yeah. And I just, we, we were in, it was we were Trump a, support, it was mad. This, this, I can't remember how we ended up talking to her, but she, she was a American. She came mate. talking to us. Yeah. And, and, then, she, and we were. We wanted her to go away. She was like, clearly inebriated and she she just wouldn't go away. Yeah. We're having you're a filming? nice chat about Bobby. Right no, we're pub. filming Bake Off. We're just in the yeah. pub. We're having a yeah. right, right. to eat. And then, you know, and then she just started going on and on about uh, about Trump and about how he's changed the world and we should be grateful and, oh, my God. Yes. So and, I, you, uh, and you told why'd her they, the Why did she pick on you two? Well, she was talking to us. I think she was talking to everyone in the pub, wasn't she? Was she just sort yeah, of one of those people that go around kind of, yeah. Finishing, you know, yeah, mind sweeping the drinks or something. Mind, I don't know what she was on yeah. de-icer, I think, but she was, yeah, she was horrible, wasn't she? I think she? it was the first time I'd met like a proper Trump supporter, you know, like someone who is that blind. It was we were saying weird. the next day, we're like, like, that was fascinating because yeah. it was like meeting in like a hippopotamus or something. Mm. Yeah. A, you know, you oh, know well, up exist. close, you're even weirder. 
Yeah, yeah. You, you know yeah. they exist, but you, you you've never yeah. actually seen one. Yeah, yeah. they must exist because they voted for him, but you can't believe that they no. actually exist. And she was proper. Oh, it was full in, on yeah, Trump it was fan. fascinating, wasn't it? It was fun. That it was great. Bake up file, funny with we there. Oh, and Al, I rang Alan in the morning. Alan Carr, because apparently he was really shit on it. And he went, oh, my God, you know, they say that they do nothing for you. They do nothing. <laughs> and I went, don't they? Because I thought I had this vision of them, of me going in, and they just sort of, yeah. <laughs> did nothing for us. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how to turn this on. I don't know how to mix that. It was petrifying. He won. Yeah, I won. Yeah, I know. I won. I won the... He wins every, honestly, the showbiz guys love him. They always hey. shine on him. <laughs> well, to be fair, the other three people, Sally, uh, Toff, Alo, uh, whatever she was, yeah, um, and um, and Jeremy Paxman had literally done nothing. Jeremy Paxman, yeah, I love oh, Jeremy. Oh, Paxman. she was. He was great. He was right. He back. was. Do you remember yeah. what he said when he um, when you know we were just stand there and and uh, yeah, just sort of walk into the tent? Do you remember what yeah. Jeremy Paxman said? He goes, I, 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 I thought my agent was an arsehole before I did oh, it got me to do this but now I think the man's an absolute arsehole <laughs> he was so sweet though yeah he, he was said, lovely and he was so uh, kind he said, would you like everything. a lift in my car darling because I think I'm going your way uh, I've got a car and I was like no, I'm staying over oh okay he was just really lovely he was really brilliant I lo- like but like it was really funny because I was sort of fascinated because I was like he knows his place in the world. Like he knows he's brilliant at what he does. And so this yeah. is, this is sort of irrelevant and, and rightly so. So yeah, but they're, yeah. they're feel they're filming us and he's saying my, this is absolute car. I, th- what am I doing at this, on this fucking show like that? You know, like, and I'm laughing. Not taking it seriously. No, like, and, he, and they're, they're, the they're basically, this? they'll cut round me if they have to. And he said, you know, like he's not, he's going, they'll get what yeah. they get. You know, yeah, and we was, got we got really wound up, and he didn't give a monkey. Yeah, like, he, I, I've I've made something. I don't know. I made something, and then yeah. if they asked him a question, he wasn't interested in answering. He go, "Well, you can see it. You can see it." Well, <laughs> you know, I'm like big northern working class people pleaser, and he was just like, oh, I, loved I loved it. I love to be it. like him. Oh, I'd love that. Oh. He's he looks like that level I've, of arrogance. You know, unfortunately, he can back it up. Not like us, who just be like <laughs> arrogant and pointless. <laughs> that's your yeah. next pod, podcast yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, arrogant and pointless. Arrogant and pointless. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was. Yeah. Um, it was fun, though, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, it was great fun. It was fun, and 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 Sandy was brilliant, and I've kept in touch with Sandy actually. So t- she's she's such a phenomenal oh, yes. human being. Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, great. But she was great, and I yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it. But I, I was so. I mean, I didn't do that badly compared to the other two. I oh, know, I think you did. I mean, you were really good. Yeah. And I was all right. But I, I was <laughs> let down with me muffins, wasn't I? Well, I, I thought and I every... thought that was really unfair. Oh, he no, was... crumpets, crumpets, you mean? The, the crumpets, middle crumpets, that was it. yeah, yeah. It, that's probably why I don't even know what they are. <laughs> are you told what you're going to have to cook before you? But, uh, one, the bake. round that one, one bit, we are. Well, one, uh, the, no, the middle bit, you're not, are you? That's the mystery no, round or whatever. That's the, that was the crumpets that I've yeah. managed to But um, I thought everyone would. Like, because I practiced at home because I thought everyone would, and then I remember talking to you, and you were like, "I think I'm going to do." I was like, "What do you mean you think?" And you were like, "I don't know, something a bit like a digestive." And I was like, "Oh, I was really embarrassed." I was really embarrassed because I was going, "Oh no, no one else has sat at home trying to make biscuits. What a prat!" I was. No, I I didn't have time. I think I was sort of. I I didn't have to. We'd just come off holiday. My agent asked me. 
to do it while I was getting on the plane. And right. when I got back, I was in. So I would have done that, all that. I definitely would have done. I was oh, rubbish. Okay. I was so embarrassed. I, was, I had they... my mum's recipe on the back of a bloody envelope <laughs> and gave it to them and said, "Can you translate that?" I didn't know what I was doing. Honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, that, it was just that was another mad like walking into that tent and going, "Oh, yeah, that was the... a bit." Was it? Was yeah. Where is it? Yeah. Where's the tent? Well, ours wasn't in the real deal, was it? It wasn't in the same place. I think ours was oh. in... Um, ours was in Pinewood, wasn't it? Pinewood, yeah. Uh, they right? found the one Pinewood bit Gardens, of Pinewood that doesn't look rough as shit. Yeah, the bit that looks nice oh. with the where's trees. The, where's the normal? Okay. It's in the countryside somewhere. It's actually in the countryside, yeah. I think. But I also... Did you not think that the, the hosts of that show have the best job in the world because they piss off for like hours well, on end? You said that about Claudia. Was Sally... Oh no, Sally's gone. <laughs> I honestly thought she she was going, you're talking out your arse, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A T L A S S I A N.com. Atlassian. Whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post-workout snack, choose the farm-fresh taste of Eggland's best eggs. Only Eggland's best hens are fed their proprietary all-vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and six times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more. Imagine that gong. Get a shitty email. You what about the hosts? You it's, piece of shit. I, I love those guys. Oh, the hosts have an easy job, do they, Joe? <laughs> well, no, I just... It was a flippant thing. Oh, Claude. It was, do you know, it was when I said, well, you said that about Claudia, <laughs> and that's when she froze. <laughs> so it's you, she... We thought we yeah, but you said it. Imagine that. We haven't to work out which one of us offended her about the host of both. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened there. Fucking hell. We thought you got arsy with us. We thought you were offended by what we were saying. I was like, how are we offended? <laughs> we were, <laughs> hosts you have an like easy you just, gig. You just, yeah, I'm out of here, guys. Um, <laughs> it just stopped. I was like, you both were like. Woo! Well, and no, because you, like, oh. you froze in like that. Like you were going, what's your problem with the hosts? And we were like. And we started discussing which face. one we thought, which one, which of us had offended you. <laughs> not at all. Sorry about that. You can no, work around that, can't you? 
Um, oh, yeah, it was all stay in, to be honest with you. Oh, it's gold. <laughs> oh, right, okay, okay. Our panic, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I carried on talking, going, win her back, win her back. And you had. Look at her. Jeremy Paxson would have reacted like that. What's your problem, no, he, would, he would have gone, he would have gone. What's the matter with her? Well, let, well, well, then go. Well, then go. Well, go then. And your, and your biscuits were shite. Well, goodbye, Sally. And just carry on talking to the next person. Oh, next. oh God. Sorry about that, guys. No, not happen. at all. We've taken up loads of time. Sorry. Can but, I ask uh, one last question, Sally? Just no, one I'm, I'm not. Honestly, I'm... I'll be, I'll be cleaning the skirting bills because I've got a right. I've now been put across. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That'll be spotless. Don't worry, this in is great. Hour, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just a quickie. And you mentioned him. Can we go a little bit? Do a deep dive into um, David Jason working with David Jason. Okay. Was he? Was he like? <laughs> he was <laughs> little whisper. Really, it was a little bit. I was in a bit, bit of awe. Got yeah. to say, that'd be yeah. weird if you were He's David Jason. Yeah, and what happened, it was a, a director who did the first series of Mount Pleasant and it was a pilot to start with and it was literally one line uh, for the pilot still open all hours. And whether it's your thing or not, it got so many viewers. Mm. I mean, it... mm. Oh, she's oh, gone. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I love it. If we cut that, so it sounds like you're having a pop at her for saying it got so many viewers. That'd be amazing. Do you know what? I was in open, still open all hours. yeah. But you never went in the shop. No, her, her internet is telling her to leave. She's gone again. We haven't. We're not even ignoring Sally, by the way. If you're listening, wondering. Sometimes you meet people, you go, "Oh, I know why you're, mm. why you're successful now." I um, I had such a nice time with her on Bake Off. I, I first time I met her, I thought, because oh, I, I that makes sense what I just said. Yes, of course it did. Right. When you meet someone, they sound clever and. Not sound clever, they are. Not sound clever. clever. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. They sound clever, but they're not. But they sound clever. Because <laughs> oh, all the clever people win <laughs> oh, in the world. <laughs> or just don't actually have to be clever. It's not I'm saying you don't have to be clever. You just have to sound it like Sally. They sound clever. <laughs> oh, God, I'm such a thicky. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, this has never happened before. Well. I've got Ethernet, for God's sake. I've got some wire with plugs in. This didn't happen in the meetings earlier. That's all right. S- Sally, so when you went, I went, oh, God. Now, <laughs> I met Sally and I go, oh, I can see why she's so successful. And Joe went, yeah, because she sounds clever. <laughs> <laughs> So he says. Words came out badly. I meant you are clever, but I said it sounded like, like it sounded like I was saying you were pretending Sounds to be clever. Like um, she but, knows what she's doing. But also, I was hoping David wouldn't actually retell that. <laughs> please put that on, please. Oh god, yeah, we'll put a drum beat under it. Um, David Jason, sorry for we'll get rude yeah. off again. Mm. He was just really professional. Really See? nice, yeah. And, you know, I was sat, I was sat in our crack shot with him, which cool. was, was wow. a bit weird. You know, when we wait for the scene, mm. and I did this one little scene, and um, and then Roy wrote the part for made me Vegas's wife. So that's that's how it, and it was great because it was like 
six years of work, you know, and we had a massive laugh. Was, they were lovely people. Mm. Did you learn anything from him watching him work? Was there anything in particular? Or... His, his, his timing is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, my time is, my time is not bad, I, I, I have to say anyway, but the way he, he, he'll work through a scene mm. and go, I think I'm going to take this up. And I, so he was very pedantic when he went through a scene. Mm. About the, that, the, yeah. physic, the physical comedy of it. You know, and I, so you're learning, you know, you're learning from the master, aren't you? So you're looking at him going, okay, so you want to do exactly what he says because, and inevitably it always worked, you know, in that kind of genre, Oh, so we would say, try, try this, try doing it this yeah, way. Yeah, so he's going, right, I'm going to do this. And then, and then if you didn't get a laugh off the crew, you'd go, right, okay, what should we do? Da, da, da. And, it, and he would, he was quite pedantic about his physical acting, mm, the physical right. side of him. Yeah. Uh, whereas I'm usually like, da, 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 gags. He was very physical yeah. so i suppose that was a, a thing yeah. um but just he was just a, a really good team player for me you know he was great and um it was always a big laugh for the read-throughs it was 10 o'clock on a monday morning you know and then we were there together all week it was he, he was you know he was great and he was still it's a joe, bit he was still a bit like oh, yeah. i mean joe i don't feel like i've spoken enough to you about it because you did a read-through with him yeah I, I did. Like I did. Your, I, he's like your one of your heroes. I, I, he chatted to me afterwards. I, I did an I, still open or allows it. Oh, was I was I with you? Uh, you in the read through? But was I, that? Yeah. Was it before I met you properly. Yes. Yes. Because uh, I, but I, I think you. Well, hang on a minute. I remember that. I played a gangster. Bit of acting. Bloody hell! It was seven years, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh God! Go on. Anyway. Yeah, and uh, I just the the David Jason is. I remember counting how many chairs away I was from him. Right, how many? It was about eleven chairs away because I was, and I was like, "Well, that's I'm happy with that. I'm eleven chairs away." But then, but then afterwards, he came over and sort of chatted about the scene with me, and it was complimentary, which which I had to bury down, like you know, like he was going, "Oh, it's really funny," yeah. and I was just like, "What? Well, bury that down because you'll start crying." So I've never really processed that. Genuinely, I don't think I've ever processed David. Oh, now I'm thinking. That's I've never, what I mean. That's what I brought I've, up. I've never processed David Jason giving me a compliment because I thought I can't do it here in this room because no, I'll start crying or something. Yeah. And he used to be quite cheeky and funny, and you know, he'd, and I, I, oh god, my 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 married name is White, um, and I, my my son, my stepson, is Curtis White, and he wanted me to sign something. I was mortified about it. But Curtis is such a fan, so I said, David, I'm really sorry. It's for my stepson. Can you could you sign this? And he was like, Yeah, fine. Because he was really funny about signing things, quite rightly, because you could make a fortune off it. You know, I get it. Um, and he went, What's his name? And I said, Curtis White. I said, That's my name as well. He went, It's not. My name's David White. And I went, What? And he went, what's your what's your husband? And I said, he said, How old your husband? And he went, Yeah, my mum did have a bike, because he was North <laughs> London and we were South London. So he was yeah. really, you know, yeah. really not, there's no, I imagine it drives him insane being recognised that much. Oh. It must drive you insane. Um, yeah. You know, just being a Del Boy, you know, you can, you know. I, he's, one, he's one of those people where people are going to go, I've got to take this opportunity to have a photo with it. You know, you can't. You know and what I mean? Everybody, it's, it, yeah. It's I mean, too... I have the kids. The kids have had millions of pictures with him. Mm. And, you know, I just couldn't help it. Yeah. Um, and you can imagine, like his wife. His wife's lovely. And his wife said, like, we sometimes we just don't go to dinner parties because, you know, unless we know them inside out. Yeah, it's just yeah. he spends the first hour 
mm. you know, oh, talking God. about it. And then mm. and then he's like, oh, can I you imagine it, that over yeah. and over again? It's like Groundhog Day. Even if I knew it, I was literally just thinking, I'm going to email his agency if I can get him on this for Joe. <laughs> and then you saying that is where we go. Oh, no, he would do. He would do. He loves a bit of this. He loves a bit oh, of this. Yeah. I, well, I, you well, do. well, I think even knowing that he gets asked it, I think I'd have to, if I saw him again, I'd have to take the opportunity. I was, uh, he was doing a book signing in Piccadilly Circus and, and I was on my way to a meeting and, and I was looking at the queue and I joined the queue, but I realised the, the amount it was moving, I wouldn't be able to, oh, to, you to get, that. get there. But you've met him. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> wanted to meet him again. <laughs> yeah. He was 11 chairs away. <laughs> yeah. You uh, wanted to be one chair away. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to... Yeah, I don't know what. I was like... Because well, I'm was a little. i always a little bit early. I was like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe... Maybe I could just... Where did we Where did we leave off, David? I believe Sorry? we... Uh, I should yeah, have said right. that to... No, you <laughs> gave me a massive compliment, <laughs> David. No, there's more than <laughs> one David in this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, David Jason's going, sorry. sorry. You know, when we were, yeah, it was like seven years ago. I've made some yeah. notes. You said, and I quote, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a nice bit. And so what did you mean? Because I'm now processing it seven years later. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't process it but every I, time. That I'm snail quite... joke, isn't it? <laughs> to the bottom of the garden, like, next Easter, he goes, what did you do that for? <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, my God. Uh... Well, Sally, thank you so much for chatting to us. We've taken up so much. You're so welcome. It's been, I didn't even know we'd started. I thought, because podcasts, they usually have a specific question, but this isn't. This is just chatting, isn't it? Yeah, really? yeah. if that's all right. Loved it. No, we, don't great. Know. Yeah. we don't know Which if is, it is. can be its downside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't got a chatty one, that would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Well, because we talk about how embarrassing showbiz is and stuff, because it's really embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Yeah, it's I really say it's a door you can't go back through. Yeah. It's mortifying. Yeah, Constantly God, mortifying. yeah, you can't, yeah. can no. you? You can't go back through. It doesn't matter what you do. You may as well just so carry right. on. Because mm. I always go, oh, I'll go back to gardening. Gardening's fine. You can't. No, you can't. Because you're that bloke Dancing off... around the garden. Yeah, you're that bloke <laughs> off. Or Harding I'm, while you go around the garden. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'll always be, even if they get, don't get my name right, I'll be either Sarah Lancashire or fucking Joe Joyner or whatever they call me. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter what happens, what happens, you may as well just keep going. Yeah. Get even more successful. You're so right. We needed to hear that, I think, because once a month we yeah. have a semi-breakdown about it all. But, yeah. um, you didn't have a problem with that, did you, Sally? <laughs> no. See what you, I mean? you cut your internet off a couple of times, but apart from that, I did. I did. Uh, yeah, I did go for a little bit of a Hold shout. Hold your Ethernet cable out. <laughs> Nobbed. <laughs> Won't get around. Stuck it back in. Better finish it. You know why? Because I'm a professional. Just go back on. Did you, did you go, talk to your family. No, all right. I will go back on. I'll go back, back on. I know. Yeah, yeah. Just right. be professional. Yeah. Oh, flipping out. <laughs> Thank you, Sally. Thanks, Sally. That was Very great. welcome. Really lovely to great see you. Great to see you again. again. Really lovely to see you again. Love to meet you. Hope to see you soon. And you, love. Take Bye. care. Bye. 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 Bye.